The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Spider-Man PS4. Oh, so Spider-Man's... Right now? Sorry, should I get into the mic? My bad, dude. No, I was there trying you. not to disturb <laughs> you. I was trying to let you just go. So Spider-Man's not coming out? This I mean, quarter? it is, but like, there's no date listed. Mm. Yeah, we're almost out of the quarter. Unless they just announced it. I checked like a week ago and there was no date. It just says 2018. Yeah, no, you're right. I have a person I know that is working on that game. I could email him. <laughs> like, yo, dog. That's the fuck's inside, this game? Just give me contact. something, yeah. you know? Something to look forward to. I mean... That game's going to be I'm, awesome. I'm not shocked it got pushed back, though. Like, they they released, like, the first actual gameplay trailer of it at E3 last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say that a studio can't turn a game around in, you know, nine months, but to really polish a game like this, I'm not... I think it'll just come out, like, Q4. Like, it's probably going to be something to, like, you know, be a blockbuster, right? Make a bunch of cash. Kills me. Plus, isn't God of War... God of War is like next month coming up. Yeah. And I wouldn't, uh, as a, if I was releasing like a Sony only title, I would fucking never ever Space release the same month as God yeah, of War. Totally. Was that franchise still kicking? Oh my God. Yes. This new one. So I don't know if you've played any of the God of Wars, but spoiler alert, if you didn't play God of War three, eight years ago, <laughs> um, you kill the gods. Isn't that like you, re- you hit the reset button. Right. <clears throat> and so this one looks like you have a son, you have a wife, And you're in like Nordic, it's like Norse mythology. Hmm. Um, It looks fucking beautiful. The the, the gameplay trailer they released, I think it was like two months ago or a month ago. It's fucking stunning. I watched it like six times just because everything was so crisp. I just switched um, like three years ago. I was always Xbox. Hmm. And then my Xbox died, the red ring. Mm -hmm. And there were a bunch of PS4 only games that I've always wanted to play. And so I made the switch, but I never played God of War. Is it similar? Just kind of a... It's a hack and slash. Yeah. Um, okay. If you played like Devil May Cry or... Yeah. It's... Unpopular opinion, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta have a better combat system. But God of War has an incredible story. And okay. the visuals make up for the... Like, the combat's not janky, but like... So, you know, Dark Souls is kind of like spotty combat, right? Yeah. Where like fighting a, the combat system is part of the game. This is kind of like, this is better and more fluid than that. But like Bayonetta is like one fluid combo the entire game. Like everything can be canceled. Everything can be changed. And this has limitations that make it feel a little buggy sometimes. Not buggy, but Should jerky. I go back? They've done all those like HD I would. redos. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I've, so I've, I did like when they did the HD remake on PS3, I think I went, I did. I went back and bought them and played them and I beat one. And I started, I got about halfway through two, and I played like the Vita Verts games and played through those. I think they're a super great playthrough, and the story's really good. It's not mm-hmm. a bad you know playthrough. What I want to play hmm. Far Cry 5. Oh my right? God, right? That looks like fun. I agree. I didn't play 4. You don't have to, I don't think. That's like, no, no, I know. I just. No, I, those games always. They're not, they're not tied together. No, no, yeah. not at all. It just looked really cool. That's like the Saber Tooth Tiger one. Yeah, right? we, just, yeah. we just bought Far Cry 4. To play. I mean, yeah, I just wait, kinda... wait, wait, wait. Four and Primal are two different games. Oh, they are. Yes, okay. four. We bought four. Four. Okay. Yeah. 
I just burn out on them. Same with Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Like I just get sick of doing the same thing over and over. But the five, five looks, looks hella yeah. compelling. The story looks really cool. I mean, who doesn't love? Who doesn't want to fight? Beating up religious radicals. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. Oh god, that game's so good. Um, speaking of beating up hillbilly cultists, I'm finally about done with a uh, Wolfenstein two, <laughs> and it's so heavy it's hard to play in long stints really like it is really on the nose about shit happening now which yeah. is like fucking unnerving and then it's like like you learn a lot about like bj blaskowitz's upbringing blaskowitz god damn yeah it's his name william j blaskowitz characters from the 90s mm-hmm. you know he's did you know they announced that he's related to commander keen and to the doom guy they yeah. officially came out so commander keen is the the father i believe of the guy in doom and the guy in Doom is B.J. Blaskowitz's grandfather. And he's essentially being put in a tomb and then pulled back out when these demons come back through hell. So they're all connected. Like, hmm. they actually came out um, and said that's pretty dope. That's pretty My cool. entire childhood is related. <laughs> <laughs> this coffee's hitting me. You're getting a little bit happier? To make my morning move, mm. you know? <laughs> I got a brand new bathroom if you want to. <laughs> I'm going to wait pause. until I get home. Pause the podcast. Um, so tell me about Monster Hunter, Tom. Oh, my God. Um, so I've only played like two, two and a half hours of it so far, but it's just stunningly beautiful. Um, it's the best way I can describe it. It's just gorgeous. I've seen like, a lot of screenshots that people post in while they're playing. Yeah, and just the, like, the attention to detail is just incredible. And like I think the way the world flows is really, really neat. So is it completely open world? I don't know anything about it. Sort of, yeah. So like, you don't like a wander a world. Basically, you have like a town that you're based in, and the idea behind the game is you've all left the world you were hunting in in the previous games because the elder dragons are moving across the ocean and you're following them. And so you get to this new town, this new island world, essentially. And so you have like a, a handler, and she gets quests. And when you talk to her about the quest, then she takes you out to the spot on the island where the quest is. You actually lasso a fucking pterodactyl and like ride it and then get dropped off. Hmm. Um, but it's like perpetually online. So everything you're doing is online. So you can jump into somebody that's doing the same quest and just do like random pickup groups. Or I've just been creating an online lobby. And if people join in, cool, but nobody has so far really. And you just run around and do like grindy mission quests thus far that are hunting monsters. So kind of like Destiny as far as that. Yeah, kind of like Destiny instead of a shooter. It's more of like a little more of like a questy MMO. Um, so like the only quest I've done so far is like, there was a herd of these creatures that were like terrorizing the ecosystem. So you go down to the beach and kill them off mm. and then skin them. And then that happened. And then there's a giant like monster eating thing that you get. And it's like, now you can go hunt this if you want. But I mean, the general idea so far has just been hunt monsters, get armor. And it's just the detail is like the first step you take into the Island and the trees moving in the background and everything is so fucking polished. <laughs> I think cool. that's biggest thing for me is this is a capcom game and it is pristinely polished which is not that's not your usual capcom Mm -mm. especially for an mmo yeah that's that's pretty unique and i think they're seeing like the success with it is like going to drive the future of capcom i mean they sold six million copies in a week it's the most successful capcom game in their company's history and they've been having a hard time too haven't they in the last couple of years they have a lot of negative press right now i think i mean they kind of have a similar community to blizzard where like they love to hate them mm-hmm. the difference is like blizzard always releases amazing stuff like capcom like i feel like even with street fighter 5 like i there are things that i just have to go yep it's just this is just how it is and i'm gonna mm-hmm. accept this and keep playing the game this way and you know marvel versus capcom is rumored to actually be dead 
Really? Um, somebody post and this. I mean, this. So a guy posted last week that there are plans to pull Marvel versus Capcom from Steam in October of this year. And really? it's an unverified rumor, but he said his source is the guy that revealed they were pulling MVC three. I think. So, like, they're not including it on any of their Pro Tours this year. So it's only Street Fighter V on the Capcom Pro Tour. So really, like, MVCI is in the hands of the community at this point. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. That contract's over or coming to an end, isn't it, between Marvel and Capcom? Oh, I don't know. I I know most of Marvel's licensing stuff has been freed up. But I thought that contract came to an end when they killed MVC3. Because they pulled Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3 and all the DLC off all of the stores about three, four years ago. Okay. And they killed the engine that they made MVC3 in. And so I think they're on a new type of contract to make MVCI, but... Who knows? Who knows what they're doing? I mean, it's it, it's it's been really silent from Capcom on what's going on with MBCI. Hmm. Like Street Fighter, they do monthly updates. They talk about it. They with Marvel, it's a ghost town. Are they still working on that uh, Mega Man? Aren't they doing a new Mega Man game? Capcom, I saw a trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be out soonish, right? Or maybe this year. It's like that two and a half D or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, as far as I know, it's still in production. I haven't seen anything to the contrary. <laughs> I also haven't seen anything recently about it either. So, anyway, there's my video games. For I'm me. bummed with PlayStation. I really want to play X-Men Legends the other day, and it's not on PlayStation oh, Is it Network. only on Xbox? Is that an Xbox thing? Oh, because no, right, no, they did the re-release just... on Xbox One. I forgot did about that Did they do game. that on Xbox? They did Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which I played through. That's right. You're thinking Legends. Sorry. My bad. But, uh, you know, they have the streaming for all the PS2 and mm-hmm. PS3 games, and... X-Men Legends there. And I started looking, and there's like this huge outcry to get those on there. But they haven't done it yet. I love those games. Yeah, all those games. But like I've played Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 to the point where I can't play anymore. Oh, see, I was first getting into X-Men with Ultimate X-Men, the comics, and that was the same time those games came out. So it was was perfect. Yeah. And it started, it was very much an Ultimate X-Men. Like all the costumes you start out with are all the Ultimate. Yep, yep. Love those games. Nintendo, they're not announcing their streaming stuff until, is it the summer? Do you remember, Tom? Uh, it's launching in September, right? Uh, for the, the online stuff? Yeah, the 20 bucks a year. Yeah, it's launching September is when they came out and said a month ago. And I don't, I mean, honestly, if the 20 bucks a month just makes the Nintendo online experience more robust, I'm happy because... I mean, like, it works, right? Like, Mario Kart Online works, but, like, their voice chat is kind of janky. Mm-hmm. They've never had, like, a good system or, like, a good lobby system, any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So even if the 20 bucks a year can help support that, I'd be super stoked. And if, you know, I know when they first announced it, they were talking about giving you, like, a free virtual console game every month for that month. Yeah. I hope they did that. Which, for four bucks a month, or whatever it averages right. out to for 20 a year. One of, like, if in October I got to go and play through Castlevania 1 or maybe Simon's Quest again, right? Something like that. And then in November they can give you Ice Climbers or some shit. Like, just having that, especially, I think you mentioned this, right? Like, NES games aren't anymore. They're not games that you grind on for a year, right? Like, you probably sit down and play it for a week. Yeah. It's that SNES classic I picked up. I spent, the like, a week playing Super Mario World just because I wanted to play through everything. Yeah. And I, I beat Castlevania. I'd never played that before. But that's, you know, I spent two days doing that. Is it? The, the SNES Classic is a super, it's Castlevania 4, right? I, I have no super idea. Super Castlevania 4? Super Castlevania. Yeah. When are we going to get a new Echo the Dolphin? Fuck, right? Never. Uh, you know? 
Uh, you have to ask Sega, and yeah. they they can't even make a decent Sonic the Hedgehog game that's not being made by their fans. Yeah, so. they had to hire fans. Man, that one was really good, though. Sonic Mania is fucking awesome. Fun as shit, yeah. But it's on Nintendo, right? Yeah, it's on Switch. What it's is? Sonic, oh, Sonic Mania. It's on everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But, uh, yeah, I played it on the Switch because I that's wouldn't what I? you do. Yeah. It's an old school 16-bit game. <laughs> Last night, uh, Tyson had a little gathering, and we played Mario Kart. That was so fun. It was, it was fun. I was that game is like a salt factory, man. Like <laughs> I, I legitimately was in third place for the entire night. It was so great when you won, though. Oh man, I felt you scared because the ladies were watching burlesque or some movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, burlesque, and Tom won, and he started yelling and slamming counters. What's like, burlesque? Is that Lady Marmalade with? Yeah, so it's Christina Aguilera yeah. and Cher. Yeah. And Christina Aguilera moves from Iowa to L.A. to make it as a singer slash dancer. But that's where that song came from, right? Was that Burlesque. Burlesque? No, Lady Marmalade was Moulin Rouge. Oh, Moulin Rouge. That's what I think. Yes. Yeah. What What came out first, Moulin Rouge or Burlesque? Moulin Rouge. Gotcha. Oh, this is a newer movie? Yeah, this came out. Uh... It seemed fairly recent, like within the last five or ten years. I don't know, because I feel like I watched it when I lived in Holiday. So, like, ten years ago. Okay. Well, good for them. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. Witches of Eastwick, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. Cher? Jack Nicholson? Michelle Pfeiffer? One of the DVDs that Tyson had. So, Tyson has this collection of DVDs, and it... There's drives a, me fucking crazy because, because they don't have it alphabetized. There's a Snapchat of all you guys drunk sorting his DVDs <laughs> out in the wild. I was sober as a ghost. Do that. <laughs> my comics, yeah, alphabetized. Yeah, I have so, one yeah. small section where I pull my favorites, well, and it's, just sure. so like if someone's like, "Do you have something I should read?" I can go to like this one shelf where so it's they, like my top ten. Had it, they had it sorted mm-hmm. by genre. No, they didn't. They just had them on the fucking shelf. They just had them on the fucking shelf. And I had been thinking about this for weeks because I knew that we were going to have this get together. And Oh, so you planned this. Yeah. And like the men were going to play Nintendo and the women were going to watch burlesque. And so I knew I was going to take my time organizing those DVDs. <laughs> But then it became a challenge because she said it was only going to take a half hour. So time because Tyson fine. was being a whiny bitch baby about it. So then me, Rebecca, and Danielle said, "All right," and we sorted it in probably just under an hour. Just under an hour, yeah. It was awesome. It felt great. Yeah, well, oof, what a rush! And doing films and genres is a difficult move. Mm-hmm. A lot of films cross genres. Most, you know, mm-hmm. like what do you? The Ghostbusters is that sci-fi? Is it adventure? Comedy? Is it comedy? It was all. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough, tough racket. It was a pretty wild night. So that, yeah, we alphabetized. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we talked about boobs and buttholes, which I wish you would have been there, John. Did he freak out when you organized that? I picture him being like the kid where his mom's like, clean your room. He's like, I know where everything is, right? How it is, you know, even though there's no organization. (laughs) No, listen to this, though. He was being a little shitty about it. Listen to this, though. 
is they don't even watch their fucking DVDs. No, that if, was the best part of the if, whole night. <laughs> if they want to watch a movie, they'll just like go and buy it on iTunes. They and go add to, to the their... DVD wall. They pick out what they want to watch. <laughs> and then they, and then they buy it on iTunes. It. <laughs> and no. stream it. I'm like, then why the fuck do you have these? And he's like, because look how nice they look. That was the best moment because we were watching Burlesque and I was like, why can't we get to the title screen? Because the Xbox kept messing up. And he said, well, because I rented this on Amazon or whatever it was, and Rebecca and I were like, wait, but you have the DVDs. Like, yeah, it doesn't work in the Xbox, so we just buy them. And Rebecca the had a conniption. Fucking DVD drive. Mm-hmm. No, but it's a Blu-ray. No, the DVD didn't the work. The old DVDs oh, don't work oh. great on the really? Xbox. Yeah. Oh. I've ran into that, too. Or it'll do weird uh, ratios, mm. or it'll put the letterbox on, all around it. I mean, oh. so, how much? I know you buy, oh, my God, I still have your Get Out. I got to bring that back. Oh, shit. You have Get Out? Okay. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. I just realized that. But I like, mean, I've bought like we have it on three Blu-rays in the past six years. Yeah. Like, do you guys buy movies anymore? Mm-mm. Sometimes I'll I pick up a Blu-ray, but usually buy I just movies? get the codes. Why? When they're online for free. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll get if it's like a favorite and I want people to watch it. Yeah. Like I picked I up Spider-Man. I, I bought True Romance. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. like my all-time favorite. So we only buy movies to support. Like we bought Get Out because we were like we want to give money mm-hmm. to this film. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman we actually didn't buy on Blu-ray. We just bought digitally. Um, but yeah, we the day we actually sold because Anna had thousands of DVDs and like about four or five years ago we sold almost all of them. We only have like maybe fifty DVDs and Blu-rays yeah, in total. Like, How did you get rid of them? Uh, we took them to Graywell, and I think we got like a hundred dollars. I took my yeah. I took mine. I mean, to you're FYE. gonna get one to three dollars depending on how many copies they have yeah. sitting in their store. But we got back like six feet of wall space. Oh, like, totally. That's all we care about. a hundred bucks. Yeah. Nice dinner. Yep. Yeah, the only DVDs that I have are um, specific like TV shows and then like DVDs of things that you can't really find yeah. anywhere. Those are all that I have. Otherwise, I don't even, I'll download it if I can find it for free or I'll rent it. Like I rented mother because I really wanted to watch mother, but it wasn't available to download yet. Yeah. So I, I rented it cause I had the Google play credit. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I don't understand the idea of keeping DVDs on a wall or on display anymore when it's just like, even like I have four crates of records that I'm probably going to bring to the swap meet and like i'll keep the really nice discs the ones that i still listen to and then the ones that look really nice and i'll probably sell slash give the rest away wait you're talking like actual vinyl like actual vinyl yeah oh oh (laughs) why that's where we disagree i I just it's it it's they don't get used and we could get into a whole debate about how any vinyl made after the 90s doesn't matter because it's the same pressing just they just compress it a little bit more so the needle doesn't jump out of the groove. Yeah. So you're you're getting a digital master on a fucking analog medium anyway. And unless you have a $15,000 system, you're not going to hear any difference. Like literally the only thing you're doing by playing a record made after the 90s is listening to fucking groove noise. Like, that's all you're doing is adding groove noise. Oh, to no, no. I get that. I just like the packaging. Oh, no, for sure. And I will like I buy records to hang. Like yeah. I've got four or five really nice Castlevania records that I'll be hanging down here once I get some vinyl frames. And, and that's like that. been the adjustment to support the record industry is packaging has gotten a lot more elaborate. I don't know, I just Walmart is, sure. like the big box stores are gonna to stop selling CDs. Yeah, Best Buy just cut CDs. It'll transition out over the next like five months, I mm-hmm. think. The one, the one Black Friday I participated in, went to Best Buy and I hid in the 
CDs and music DVDs section because nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like big box stores, this is like it's kind of a random episode, I guess. But did you guys see Walmart is doing Amazon Prime basically? What? Oh yeah, I we're... saw it on Hulu. It's two day free shipping. Well, in Walmart, have you seen the pickup stop, like the pickup locations? Uh-uh. Walmart has, um, you can order online and go to various pickup locations. That are, are there's Walmart locations that you pick up at? Because I've done that No, before. they're like, so the one, there's one on Highland Drive. It used to be a laundromat, I think, or okay. like they sold, during the summers, they would hang those big blankets outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's open, I think it has like, uh, like, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to like 8 p.m. or something like that. But it, you go there and you're like, I ordered this thing online. And they'll be like, okay, let me go grab it. Burp, burp, burp. Here's your thing. And you just like, you don't have to go to a Walmart. You go to their pickup. I mean, that's that's almost like having a brunch straight to your house, right? And for them, like on a logistics front, they don't have to drive trucks to neighborhoods. They just have it straight back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to the Same store, with like Amazon lockers. Amazon lockers are so cool. Uh, I don't. We don't have those here. I assume. Yeah, we do. Yeah, oh, we noticed do. The, There's a couple. When I ordered my last thing, it's like, do you want it dropped off at a locker? It's like, fuck, no, bring it to me, bitch. Yeah, in in New locker. York, we had there was one at the gas station right down the street from us. So we used it all the fucking time. But yeah, because I mean, like, the stress of shit getting stolen off your porch is it's real. real. Yeah. I, I have it a lot. That's why I have everything. I just send it to my work. Yeah, that's what I do too. Otherwise, it's like, who the hell knows? Yeah. Yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about before we leave, we've done this a little bit between episodes, but what are some of our favorite comic series that aren't uh, Marvel or DC that we would like to see turned into a TV series or a movie? And um, some ideas around that. We talked a little bit about like Saga would be super cool. Saga would be good as a TV show. Awesome. Wicked and Divine would be a great TV show. Saga as a TV show would be hard. Just on a budgeting perspective well they did it with american gods though yeah yeah but that's not coming back black, very well though. black science i think black science would be incredible Fucking incredible because it's the same cast over and over mm-hmm. for the first four volumes you know what is what is that it's oh. a rick remender oh it's on image right it's on it's top power image it's image it's image and basically this guy i don't know if he's a yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit he's but, a alcoholic debbie dad um, workaholic he yeah. creates uh, a portal into alternate dimensions kind of like sliders right like he has a device yeah. that lets him slip into other dimensions and so we, they take a team and they go but the, something goes wrong and his kids are with him yeah it's his kids his research assistant who is his girlfriend yeah he's having then, an affair yeah. with and, and then like a military guy and some other guys and the money guy the yeah. guy funding the whole thing and basically the ship breaks mid transport and they're stuck trying to fix it and like dimension hopping hopping to get away from like a bunch of fucked up shit and then you start getting like him coming through from other dimension versions of him trying to stop him it's really good oh, yeah. what's it called black science oh, i have the first is. bunch of issues you can take if you want yeah that i don't interesting. have the volumes but i, I have the, the volumes I'm on like volume seven right now. I would prefer the volume. Yeah, I, I will get them for you. I have to get the first three back. My buddy just finished reading them. Mm. So. Cool. That sounds really cool. It's yeah, great. Like it. it would be and a, the art's awesome. Like that would be something that I would love to see, like a Netflix originals type thing, where Netflix picks it up, funds it, and films it. Because I think that could be super good. Yeah. What are some other series, John? All the Remender stuff, to be honest yeah. with you, I think would translate. Deadly Cl- Deadliest Class would be super. Deadly dope. Class mm-hmm. would be yeah. great. 
just a nice that could be a Netflix series. Um, and then Fear Agent, his first book. Oh, I haven't read Fear Agent, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, what's you that can one get about? The two library editions for like forty bucks a piece right now on Amazon. Hmm. Collects the whole series. It was six volumes. Wasn't that Tony Moore? Yeah. And uh Pena. Oh Pena. They switched off similar to Invincible. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what would be an amazing like short run series? Uh punk excuse me, Punk Rock Jesus would be a really cool You fucking love that book. I love Punk Rock Jesus. I think it's fucking brilliant. I can't say I remember enough about it. Yeah. I just, I love the art. I just love the idea that like Jesus didn't want to be Jesus. And <laughs> it's a whole like a game show. Yeah. That shit was fucking great. Hmm. Yeah, I remember liking it. I just don't remember yeah. much about it. That'd be a cool one. A little mini series. What I'm else? looking forward to the Mark Miller stuff, like Starlight. Yeah. I mean it's all so the problem with that is like I don't know with his contract with Netflix. Um, he kind of said, I don't want to go back at this point. Like their whole model with Netflix now being the distributor of comic books as well huh. is he creates something, they release the books and the show's in production while the books are coming out. So as soon as the series ends, the show starts. So they're not looking at old series but just new stuff yeah i mean mm-hmm. his first thing with them is this new kick-ass series and hit girl series interesting because that is the thing with netflix is they are specifically new original content they don't do um they don't adapt things mm. well it didn't end up green gables he said they may go back but he's like to start off we're not doing that like hmm. I'm creating a couple new series and they will be the first shows on Netflix. And I think it'll be interesting because with them buying it, I'm curious to see the first collected edition that has Netflix on the spine, you know? Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting because they're now the publisher. What a world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would ever thought they'd get into comic book publishing. Yeah. But I wonder if it'll be something that continues well or if it'll be like the Wachowskis and their publishing company they did for all of two years hmm. we'll see you know it's a good idea to build off kick-ass for netflix you know yeah i think everyone wanted that third movie and i think it's something that ever it's got brand recognition too yeah because if you've already got a netflix account odds are you've probably seen kick-ass because it's been on yep. there a bunch of times that makes sense That's and too bad. with the wonder woman black panther craze this will be good because the new Kick-Ass is like a is, yeah. single mom, black woman. Oh, really? Yeah. Is uh, Ramita Jr. drawing it again? Uh, no. It's a new artist, I believe. Mm. I can't remember who it was, but it's not Ramita. Hmm. I like Ramita I Jr. I haven't read it. Anything Miller, I do trades only. I think that's the best way to read his stuff. Yeah. I do that with him and Remender. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my stomach. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, most image stuff I try to read that way. I finally caught up on The Fix. That would make for an interesting well, HBO I missed, series. I think I forgot to add it to my list. So the newest volume I didn't get 
I don't know if there's been a new volume. Oh, are you just talking the second one? When you sent me that, I assumed a third had come out and I just missed it. No, I've just been way behind on the single issues. So I finally caught up on that. That shows that would be a funny HBO show. What is that? Um, So the basic premise, I'll just give away like the first issue. This uh, this, uh, kid growing up um, decides that he wants to get into crime and thinks that that's like the coolest thing he could do. And the best way he could do that would be to become a cop. So him and his other buddy are these two dirty cops and they kind of play, they play for themselves exclusively. And so they kind of consistently screw everybody over mm-hmm. and their gang lord boss, they owe a bunch of money to, and he's going to kill them. And all the characters are pretty quirky, kind of like, almost like Garth Ennis, but not quite that far off into left field. So anyhow, the the duty that they get put on, because the, the whole, like most of the, the police are corrupt. So the mob boss puts them on this detail um, because he needs to smuggle some drugs or you're not exactly sure, but something through the the airport and they have to deal with the most well-renowned cop that everybody's afraid of and has like gotten all these busts and nobody's been able to corrupt. And the end of the first issue, you find out it's a beagle and it's a drug sniffing dog. <laughs> and that's like the series. That's <laughs> great. It is so great. Can't bribe a doggo. No, and the dog is definitely, it's great. I've really enjoyed it. And I could see that, that being like a fun HBO series. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's good. And then, uh, and it's got lots of great commentary. Like the second one with the child actress and like her arc. He has to, he has a bodyguard for this child actress that's now 19 or 20 and is on her way down, you know, mm-hmm. pulling a Miley. She's mm-hmm. getting real crazy. What, uh, whatever happened to Powers on the PlayStation Network? It's, they, they, they did two seasons, season right? Season two. Yeah. That was, a year ago i don't know if they're gonna keep going with it i just kind of like stopped watching it after like the fourth episode like i don't know that it was necessarily bad i just had like no mental motivation to give a fuck about it huh yeah it's kind of a weird i kind of felt the same way i watched the first season and the second one came out and it's not that i didn't enjoy it i just don't want to dedicate any time to it but like i loved the guy the main guy charlotte copley yeah It, it was almost like there was tons of good shit out and it was easier to watch the other good shit, so I just did that. Like that, I think that's the problem with yeah. like getting experimental with your platforms. Like Powers, even on Hulu, I think could have done better than it did. And like, I don't think the budgeting was there. Yeah. Like the effects were real. The effects were pretty cheesy. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right, my dudes. Sex yeah. criminals. That'd be a good one. Oh, that'd be a super oh. fun movie. <laughs> I, don't know, like, I just want to see Lady Killer. I don't know if any of you read this. Uh-huh. Joelle Jones book. Mm-mm. It's like a 1950s housewife oh. who's an assassin. Yeah, I picked up the first volume of Second it. Second volume just came out. I haven't grabbed it yet. I haven't read it, but I picked up the first volume of it. pretty great. It would make for a quality Mad Men Yeah, I grabbed type. it because what are the covers of the single issues? I was like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Lady Killers? Not a lot Lady to Killer. It. Lady Killer. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, she's like an Avon lady slash mm-hmm. assassin <laughs> slash mother of three. You know, it's during the fifties and sixties. Yeah. That's awesome. That does sound pretty great. Alrighty, cool dudes. Well, we'll catch you next week. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.